Peace, everybody. Sorry for the late start. Uh, we got thrown for a loop a little bit, so we're going to switch up the topic. We're going to postpone the mock draft for, for another time. We're going to do um, some Jalen Brunson talk, man. So State got a whole lineup that we just put together in like five seconds just now, man. So let me just bring them in, yeah? Got Mr. State. What's good, State? Yo, what's up, bro? Chillin', chillin'. Yeah, man. So, so Jalen Brunson drops forty points now. So now everybody's a fucking expert now. <laughs> right. That's, that's what yo. That's what that's what everybody, man. That's what the playoffs do, though. The playoffs raise your stature as a player. That's what it does. That's what it did for Jerome James. That's what it did for Jerome James for the Knicks. That's why we signed Jerome James. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people will instantly jump on that. Oh, he's not the same thing. He has, a, he has better this, that, and the other. But listen, um, Jerome James had had a had like a big um, playoff series against the Sacramento Kings that year, and he basically, um, you know, eliminated them. You know, himself. You know, he had a really good playoffs. The next round wasn't as good, but um, he earned his contract off of that off of that move. So it's the same thing. Like this guy, forty-one points. They're probably gonna lose the series. But he scores he scores forty one points to, um in the second game, well like like twenty something and whatever in the first game, you know. So I'm, I mean like the dude is not gonna average forty one points for his career, you know. That's, that's not gonna happen. You know the dude got hot. He played a lot of minutes. You know Luca wasn't there, so I mean he kind of he had no choice but to shoot. There was nobody else on the team that could shoot. Yep, and you know? it and and it's tough because yes, like he is an upgrade. I think that's the that's the first things um first and foremost like we both know he's an upgrade right but and we both know that he's coming off a um a career high and everything like he has a career high in points he has a career high in rebounds he has a career high in assists he has a great assist turnover ratio um he shoots a great percentage from three he's a smart basketball player he doesn't make too many mistakes um you know he's gritty. Uh, he looks like a leader. He looks like he 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 fights. He looks like he has heart. Um, it's just I don't know. Like I, I it, just being a Nick fan for twenty one years. It's just I waited twenty one years, and you know I remember having Stephon Marbury, and he wasn't able to play. And I remember going to my cousin and I'm asking him, like, why Stephon Marbury is on the bench and he's not playing. And that was the last great Nick point guard. And it's like I waited all these years for Jalen Brunson. There's no shock to Jalen Brunson, but it's like, God damn, like that's the that's the best you could give me. Okay, cool. No problem. Um he's a solid basketball player. That's a that's I, I guess that's the best, the best, uh, the best I got. <laughs> well, I, I'll give you two scenarios, man. Um, one, one is Chris Charles, right? Chris Charles, uh -huh. but before we signed him, he's another guy. He was in in um with the Nets. Yeah, I think he averaged like twelve points or something as a net or something like that. I, forget, I don't know what stats off the off the bat, but he earned his Knicks contract based off of what he did uh, on the Nets. And before he he had that big season in, with the Nets, he was in the CBA. So it's basically, yeah. Chris Charles came out of nowhere. And the Knicks signed him instead of trying to go for Gary Payton because he was available. 
you know, they went and signed Chris Charles and Al Houston right away. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this, this reminds me of the same thing. Uh, Chris Charles has short arms. You know, um, we, we thought he was going to be a scorer. We thought he was going to be this and the other. He ended up being, uh, he, end, he ended up volunteering to be a backup behind Charlie Ward because he was a backup. He, he wasn't really nothing special. But, I mean, as far as him, his leadership and defense, he, he was able to bring something to the table. But, I mean, Jalen Brunson kind of reminds me of that. You know, what, what kind of player is he going to be on the Knicks? You know, because, I mean, it's one thing to be in Dallas. You know, this is, this is um, it's not New York. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, this, just from that standpoint alone, you know, that's going to be tough. And then the dude, the dude is, has um, short arms, short legs. You know, he looks like scrappy dude out there, the way, the way he does his moves and stuff. You know, he doesn't blow by nobody. You know, so, I mean, he's a good player. I, I don't want to talk badly about him. You know, he's a good player, but... You know, we're going to get into it, I guess, all the other stuff. But another player before before I, you know, throw it back to you is, is um Kemba Walker. You know, when, before Kemba Walker started becoming a 20-point-a-game scorer, Kemba Walker, he was, like, you know, giving you, like, 15, that, that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, it's just, it's kind of similar to Brunson. They both, you know, just, just from, from that standpoint, he, he started 15 points a game, and then he started doing the 20 points. So, I mean, he very well could come to the Knicks and do that and be a 20-point-a-game scorer. You know, he could do that, but you know, like I said, we got a whole pile to talk about that. So I mean, Oof, that's that's expectation, man. <laughs> Brunson, like Brunson, can, he, Brunson is solid though. He he's solid. Mike Bibby, solid. You know he, you know he's gonna come to play every night. Um, yeah. Short arms, yeah. He does compete on defense though. I noticed that, and I noticed the leadership qualities that he got. Um, even though he's missing shots, he's still looking for his shot. Like his confidence never wavers. His confidence never wavers, and I like that he's always attacking. I think that's the main thing. I, I like the fact that he's always got one foot in the paint. That's something that's needed for your point guard. But it's. Y'all ain't got nothing better than Jalen Brunson. Like, that's my only thing. Like, it's that that's the best option that you got. And I've said I've said lineups that I would love Jalen Brunson to be in. Like, I've said I would love to have Jalen Brunson if we had got the top pick and we drafted Pala Banchero. Because right. now you now you got a rookie, you got a rookie forward, you got another young forward. He's a third third year forward and Obi Toppin. And got RJ Barrett. So Jalen Brunson could easily like take control of that team and become the point guard leader. He's somebody for a team like that. Um yeah, he's a good basketball player. He's not playing with Luca, by the way, right now. So the other ball dominant star is not there. So there's a lot of variables behind it. And also, last thing, um, Leon Rose was his father's first agent. I believe. Yeah. So that relationship goes way back, like way, way back. And do you trust relationships when it comes to chemistry on and off the court? I do. So, um, hey, hey, man, I'm – listen, Brunson is an upgrade from what we had. I, I, I can't do another season watching Alec Burks. That, that's that's out, of, out of my mind right now. I, I can't do another season with that. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, listen, man, you know, um, you know, it's one thing getting him, you know, but but people act like like he's just gonna like um just switch jerseys and that's it. That's all it comes down to, you know. Well, he's available, you know, he's a free agent, and we're just gonna get him. You know, how the fuck are we gonna get him? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? We we, yeah. we can't we can't sign him. We have no cap space. You know, so people are under uh, on the impression that we can um get this guy, uh, you know, with with cap space or something like that. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I think people just like to talk shit. You know, Wait, need can I say something guy. about cap space real quick? Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, cap space is a myth, bro. I want you to, I want you to forget about cap space. I want you to throw that out your brain. The only reason why I cut you off when you say cap space is because. I'm seeing other teams with no cap space making moves. Right. So I think right now in just today's NBA, I think it's just a player's league. And it's so much of a player's league to the point where if a player want to get to a certain place, he will get to that place. Uh, you see it this year with James Harden. Twice. <laughs> twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. twice. So when a player wants to get to a place, he's going to get there. But I mean, they they did pay a, a premium for the for for Harden though. The, what are the Knicks are gonna give give up for Jalen Brunson? What's the price for Jalen Brunson? You know, um, th- that's the interesting question, and that goes into the first part about acquiring Jalen Brunson because I I said to you five things, and it's the how do you acquire him? Um, do you sign and trade Mitchell Robinson? Do you sign and trade Julius Randle? It has to be one of those two, realistically. And also, we have no cap space. So it's going to be a – yo, shout-outs to Joseph Julian. I see you guys. I'm going to start putting up your comments now. But it, um, it has to be a sign and trade. Um, and, Joseph, like, I I like what you just said. Brunson hit his ceiling already, y'all – want to pay long-term for a contract like that pass. I like what you just said, but let me play, play devil's advocate for you real quick, right? Did Kyle Lowry hit his ceiling when he got to the Raptors at the age where he was at? He did. He actually got better every season. So I, you can't sit here and say Brunson hit his ceiling already. Um, he's still young. Uh it's, it's different from guards than it is from power forwards and centers. Uh, yeah, that's just my personal opinion. I think, like, power forwards and centers, by the time they're, like, 25, 26, 27, 27, you know who they're going to be. As far as, like, guards and wings is concerned, I think they can always grow to their game to another level, even at, the age of 30. You've seen it with DeMar DeRozan this year. So. Well, I mean, any any player could, could develop, you know, stuff, you know, along the line. Um, you know, Tom Thibodeau's favorite pet, Taj Gibson, got all of a sudden got the, the best feet in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? But he's old as fuck now, so it was the point. You know, but, I mean, guys guys can get, can get better no matter what position, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, like like a guy like Van Fleet, people didn't think that he was going to be that good, but then he ended up being being really, really good for for Toronto. So I mean, Brunson Brunson could hit that that ceiling where he could possibly, you know, become like a All Star or whatever. But that's a chance that you take. But once you pay the guy, now we have him, you know, and um, you know, 
like we, we, we're gonna get into all the, all of this stuff man but i mean how do how do we get him here though how, how what, what is the trade how do we get him here so for me um you know you know me i'm all in on the random for brunson swap uh that's that's the first thing that comes to mind every time although somebody said to me uh today on twitter you know mitch robinson for brunson but then that scares me because it's like i don't want jalen brunson to play corner hustler to julius randall like i, I, I don't i don't i don't i don't i don't want that at all right. so i I'm, I'm trying to build a, a sensible starting five here so well, what's what's jalen's um uh salary what's what's what he's gonna be making so oof. is it similar to mitch where, where he's he can get like what what is it 13 is his cap and then he can get more than that nah he nah he the most he could get is like i believe like 25. i think jalen brunson can get 25. yes he could get you see Debo got damn near 30. Yeah, but I mean, was that was that Delo's uh, first contract or second no, contract? No, I gotta think because maybe it was because of the accolades that Delo got. So I will have to look that up to be accurate about it. But um, hmm. Well, reports are saying twenty million, four year, eighty million. Right. Uh, I'm just going by reports. They're saying okay. four year, eighty million. He probably won't get four years, eighty million. But that's the that's probably like a starting point. If so he, similar to Mitch because he's definitely he's in his fourth year, so they're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, Mitch and um and um Brunson. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. Because I mean let's let's say let's say if that's whatever his the max is, let's say let's say it's 20, right? If he gets 20, that means we have to trade 20 million dollars to, to Dallas. Uh, you know, it's possible to do that, but um, you know, who are we trading there? I mean, you know, I don't know, we, we could send him Fournier. You know, Fournier for Brunson, that 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 kind of works. You know, we don't they, have to get they, they they not doing that swap. They Brunson, they're gonna want something of uh, something of value back. That's the reason why I look at Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson. They're gonna well, want something of value. But back. Julius Randle was just at, at the at the Dallas game, you know, with World Wide West. So the chances are of him being traded is probably low now. You know, that was like a sign of power that they, that um they're showing that that you know he's there. You know, the, the assistant GM, excuse me, the assistant president of the of the Knicks was there with Julius Randle. You know, so to be objective and to keep my blood pressure low, I'm going to act like I didn't see that. I'm going to act like the Knicks is going to operate like a functional NBA franchise that just witnessed the same season that I witnessed. Well, I mean, you know, after Leon Rose, what he said, you know, he he said a whole different thing too. So they they believe in Julius Randle. So I mean, outside outside of trading Julius Randle for Brunson, and and Mitch, what else is there is there that can we um trade? Oof, I I, I wouldn't see. Now that's just somebody of value. You said somebody of value, you know? Yeah, yeah. That now that's when it get tricky because I'm not trading quickly for Jalen Brunson. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm sorry. I I, I Judge Grimes. I'm not doing Quentin Grimes for Jalen. I'm not doing because Dallas wouldn't do that either. If I was a Dallas fan, I would laugh at I would laugh at you. Yo, would, if I'm a Dallas fan, I'm wondering why the fuck aren't we signing Jalen Brunson? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I what agree. I'm saying. I know I agree with that. I agree with that. 
So then who who is it then? Who could we give? Because I mean Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and, and like a first round draft pick. I mean that that don't sound good either, you know. So so the main thing when you look at Dallas is, and this is I was just about to hit on this too. Um, I was just about to hit on this too. Shout out to Ralph, man. I appreciate you. Um, Dallas needs the the weakness of Dallas is the like their front court, right? Like it, it's Powell, it's that. They don't have no front court. So that's the reason why I bring up Mitch and Randall right now. I don't bring up Obi Toppin because they have Luka Doncic. And you want to give Luka Doncic a non – like a, a power forward you don't know right now? I, if I'm a Dallas fan, I want Julius Randall. I want somebody who's going to help me like right now. Like I don't right. want to – wait for no Emmanuel quickly <laughs> I'm not no <laughs> Luca's ready to go right now like literally no, Luca Luca will be a Nick if, if they trade him for for something like that you know what I'm saying <laughs> if they trade him for for a few somebody that that is, is going to be good maybe you know Luca's going to be like well I want to go to the next two <laughs> you know move over J um Brunson I'm coming with you you know <sighs> Listen, Ralph. I love you, dog. Um, I don't love you, Ralph. Maybe uh, strong like I, I strong strongly like you. I don't. <laughs> I don't love you. Ralph, Ralph, get your head out your own ass, uh, and and I say that with respect. You you have to get your head out your own ass. You you need to understand what transpired this whole season, and understand that thirty is no leader. Um. He never has been. He never will be. It's not in his DNA. Stop trying to make somebody something they're not. And that is the problem with Tom Thibodeau that I have with him. You can't make Alec Burks a point guard. He is not a point guard. Stop trying to make people they're not. Ralph, you've seen the offense with no Randall on the court, bro. It is evident. It is evident that we don't need to. His 2010 and 5 that Leon Rose spoke about, it was a great trade ploy. I loved it, but I didn't like it because it scared me because I don't now I don't know if he's going to really trade this dude. And if he don't, I'm going to shit on the Knicks because that is malpractice after what I've seen this past season. So yeah, man, common common sense. Julius, I mean, Julian Tran just, just said it too. I mean, Randall beats that every time he played Dallas. So I mean, it's a good fit. Him going back home to Dallas. Will be it will be him like a hometown hero coming back. You know he can raise his kids in Dallas. They're young and shit. So that that all makes sense because I mean that also could be a, a narrative too. You know that that he came back just so you know they can they can discuss um, that move. You know let me see if I can get the picture. Uh, no, nah, it's this one here. Uh, this is the one where where um, Dennis Smith Jr. was there. So maybe Dennis Smith is trying to get back to Dallas too. You know these guys are um, well. I mean you know Dennis Smith Jr. is actually from Fayetteville. Um, you know shout out to. I am Jarrell. He brought it to my attention. He's he's from actually uh, Fayetteville. Fayetteville, yeah. Not, not did you see the the DSJ report <clears throat> talking about um? Excuse me, my fault. Talking about um, who's the old Mavericks coach? And he's talking about like he never had no beef with Luka Doncic. And I I, I believe Dennis Smith Jr. When he said this. He was like his beef was with the coach and how they was treating him and. The 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 mad the media painted this picture like him and Luca hated each other as teammates. 
So yeah. I can see I can see Dennis Smith Jr. going back to Dallas um to play on the kid. I can see it. Yeah. And I can see Julius Randle going to Dallas, playing on the kid, playing next to Luca with Reggie Bullock. I, I can see that. That it and it's crazy because it's not a shitty deal. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Yeah, I mean, common sense. You know, Julius. Like, I mean, they need a they need a big man. You know, uh, Luca. They need an extra um, somebody extra that they could pass to Luca to Julius Randle. Um, they already got Spencer Dinwiddle. Uh, they got Reggie Bullock. You know they they can still make it maybe maybe they could squeeze another player off the Knicks or something and make make it a bigger trade or something like that. I don't know. They got Bertans over there. They got they they have decent um people. I mean, but if you add Julius Randle to that mix, it makes their team a lot better. You know, it makes the team a lot better. And and they really can't. You know, Dallas really can't get better anyway because they don't have no cap space either. You know, them getting Spencer Dinwiddie, they lucky to get him because they they kind of like stole him from Washington. And and that goes into the, you know just the team building part like be i think both teams uh uh come out of this trade as a win-win um i think both teams and that was the first thing like we talking about getting jalen brunson right and you know how does the trade start like do you trade randall do you trade mitch um uh, because they obviously need front court help they're not gonna want a guard um they have luca so you know that was the first thing uh, the second thing is, okay, um, what did the lottery look like? Um, did we get a top three pick? Did we pick Jaden Ivey? Um, is Derrick Rose still in the picture? If you pick Jaden Ivey and you still go get Brunson. Like it, it, now, how do you figure that out? Log jams. Do, do quickly, has quickly done enough to give him the keys do you start quickly and jalen brunson in the backcourt for me that's a fuck no so so, so right. it, but even too man without without moving all the way up to the fourth pick if we just stay at the 11 pick who do we pick there too you know what i'm saying that they, even that player at 11 still factors into all of this all of this too yeah um well not early because the the coaches tell him tom thibodeau so I, I, I'm expecting that player to be DMP. You're not going to hear me complain about that said player minutes. Yeah. Um, he's going to get DMP, so you're not going to hear me talk too much about him. But I want one of those G League Ignite kids. I want one of those guys. Okay, so Dyson Daniels. That's that's the guy, the kid I like. I like, I like Dyson Daniels. Any one of them. Dyson, Jaden Hardy, the other kid. I want Shaden Sharp. I'll I take any one of those guys. Um, even even if we get Jalen Brunson, you know, I I take any one of those guys. But that's why the NBA needs to follow the NFL and put the fucking free agency first before the draft. Yeah. Yeah. The, the NBA prioritizes the draft though, because that's where all the next star comes in. So they market it. You know, they market it all. Oh, his his here's the new star from for the next generation. You know, that, that, that type of thing. The, the Knicks use that as like a heavy marketing thing. The NFL is not really the same because, I mean, you know, you really don't really see um, who's really good until like maybe like a couple years or this is a lineman. The linemen are the ones that usually, you know, come out the gate, you know, shooting. You know, they, they're the ones that really start out coming out the gate. But like all the other position players, it usually takes a little while for them to, to get busy. Yeah. So it's it, it like it's a lot of things tough. So for me, I would I would. 
to getting back to the point of um, Jalen Brunson, uh, and I'm looking at the screen. So how do if I'm the Knicks, how do I want to build my team? So I'm looking at Mavericks. I want Jalen Brunson. And you know the other player I'm dead smack looking at? Yeah, you got the icon right on. Yeah, nope. 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 No, hell no, no, no. Yup. Give me Doris Finley Smith. I, I like y'all, I like his game for some for some reason. Like I, I really like his game, bro. Yeah, Dallas likes him too, though. You know, he played like 47 minutes on the other well, the first two games, basically. Shit, I play him 42 minutes too. You see the man play he played hard on defense. Yeah. And he don't try to do too much. He he plays with within himself. He's a good player, man. He, he's like a Swiss Army. Like if, if you're gonna win, you need a player like um Dorian Finney Smith. You know, you yeah. want to try to win. A goon. Yeah. You know, you're talking about goons and that type of thing. He's definitely the guy that you need on there. But I mean, you know, I don't know, man. Because I mean, listen, Julius Randle makes makes 26. He'll make a little bit more um next year. You know, with his new contract and stuff. So I mean, Jalen Brunson, if he makes 20, we're still gonna have to fill in the space for Julius Randle. So I mean. You know, um, Finney makes twelve million. I don't know. I'm looking at Ross. They don't really have nobody. Maxi Kleber. I don't want this. I don't want that fucking guy. I don't. Uh, want Reggie him. Bullock. You know, he's uh, potentially no. to come back. Fuck but, no. But who else? Josh Green. You know. No. Marquise Chris. No. Bring Frank back. What the um, hell? Not the boogie man. Um. <laughs> Oof, that, that yo, Doris Finley Smith is the only guy, only other guy that I see on that roster that I would want. Yeah. Because when I'm looking at the playoffs and I'm looking at I'm looking at um the Eastern Conference playoffs in particular, I'm looking at how can the Knicks get better to start competing with those teams? Like how can we get to that level? And when I'm looking at those teams, I'm looking at Miami, the Bucks and the Sixers, yo, we need four wings. We need we need minimum, minimum four. You need four wings minimum, and I'm talking like one of them got to be at least six eight. One of them, and he got to defend at a high clip. The other yeah, thing, Smith would be dope, man. Yeah, yeah, he would be dope. I'm uh, imagine um, and <laughs> it's damn. This sounds like a wet dream. Man. It's crazy. Imagine having Doris Finley Smith. Cam Reddish, RJ Barrett, and Quentin Grimes. Those is your wings. Like those your young those your wings running around defending every day. I could I could I could deal with that. I could I could deal with that. I put some respect on Fournier's name too, man. We still got Fournier on the roster. Oh, I forgot that fucking guy. <laughs> but you know, he's still he's still decent. You know, he, he's, he's a, a corner three, you know, he like leads the league in corner threes and shit like that. Yeah, he's decent, but I'm consolidating the vest. He's off my team too. I'm not keeping all. Listen, I know Tim's gonna want to keep one of those vets. Right. I'm keeping Derrick Rose. The rest of those guys could get traded. They 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 could get traded. There's no like Tim's can't come back next season and try to realistically explain to me as a Nick fan why he's playing Alec Burks. Or Evan Fournier, any type of minutes more than Quentin Grimes and Cam Reddish. He can't come back to me next season and t- and and realistically try to explain me that because you lost a whole season with those dudes, respectfully. Right. <laughs> Respect. You lost 
the whole last season he lost with vets. Right. So well, and- I mean, you know, J- Jalen Brunson is like six feet tall, man. So I mean, that's like an anti-tips point guard right there. So, you know, if if, if Brunson's gonna be here, you know, he's really gonna have to like show up defensively in order in order for Tom Thibodeau to trust him to close games and that type of thing. You think he got to show up defensively? <laughs> There's somebody who's about to get 150 plus million <laughs> that needs to show up defensively every night before I even talk, get the Jalen Brunson's defense. <laughs> RJ motherfucking Barrett. <laughs> we talk about Jalen Brunson. Before I even get the Jalen's defense, I'm looking at RJ, I'm looking at Tibbs schemes, and I'm looking at Leon Rose. Looking at those three guys because. Well, RJ to a lesser extent than Tibbs and Leon Rose. Because I know RJ's going to come compete every night. Uh, that's a fact. But Tibbs, yo, you can't have Evan Fournier guard poor George, bro. Like, <laughs> like, you can't explain shit to me like that next season while you have Cam Reddish on your roster. Like, that, like, yeah. like stuff like that is dumb. Like, you got Quentin Grimes on your roster. Like, throw those young wings out there. I'm, I'm watching a lot of teams in the playoffs. They got those young boys out there playing, and them young boys is playing hard, and they're playing defense. I'm watching the Celtics play no point guard, bro. No point guard, bro. None. Yeah. We crying for – we begging for one. <laughs> That's the thing, too. I, people are, are begging for a point guard. We was, we was laughing on, on Twitter. For what offense? <laughs> You know what offense are we running? We need a ball. We need a point guard. This that, and the other that would get everything. to do what? What what offense are we running here with with, with this team? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's like it's like if we had a clear offense that we were running, then we could say, yeah, oh, we need to get a point guard to run Tom Thibodeau's offense. But we don't run no fucking offense through a point guard. We run an offense through through Julius Randle. So. Did the offense look better when Randall was out? Yes, it did. Yeah, but well, I'll 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 but, say that I'll say that that the, um that um the kids is the one that um that was doing all that stuff. It wasn't all of a sudden Tom Tittle became an offensive genius and started letting no. these guys go. No, I think that I think all right. So to play devil's advocate, when you have a read and react system like what we run because we run a read and react system right so if you have players who like in particular like young players if their natural instinct isn't to cut it's going to look ugly sometimes so noticeably like i i only seen and and this is just this season after like watching all 82 games watching most of the games twice and three times noticeably Obi Toppin and Cam Reddish was probably like the two main guys I've seen cut into the basket when they're off ball this season. Um, I've rarely seen it from the other guys. I know Quinn Grimes don't, he doesn't really cut because I want him spotting up shooting, but it, it's, it's like Tibbs runs that type of offense, a read and react offense, semi triangle, add some triangle concepts. That's why Julius Randle's always at the pinch post. But at the same time, you have to have players that can run it. And maybe like our young players who got another year under their belt, I can't excuse the vets. The vets is trash, right? Because 
we're not talking about our young guys behind Hall of Famers. We're not talking about our young guys behind, you know, dudes that's really nice. I'm talking about young guys behind Burks and those guys. Right. So maybe if they got another season under their belt, you know, and Tibbs, he did a horrible first job um, last season. First season, I'm dismissing it, almighty fourth seed. So let's see if the third season, uh, the, him and the kids can finally get that 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 mojo going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like the way we were playing. You know, Obi Toppin, um, you know, releasing. I feel like Obi Toppin released every single time the ball was rebound. He was just gone up up the court and quickly was finding him. He was pushing the ball and stuff like that. That, I, these are things that we didn't do all year, you know, and and on, all of a sudden we started doing that at the end because only because of, of the person uh, of the personnel that was there. Like we weren't running, um, um, because that, that, that's what that's what annoys the fuck out of me, man. Because we we was doing it so seamlessly at the end. How come we didn't do that uh, throughout the whole year, you know? And then to to this day, like you got guys like um what um I'm not even gonna say their fucking names, but you got uh, the two guys in particular that I'm thinking about. They um they they're talking about how how um, Tom Thibodeau. Um, you know, you know, he needs more time, and he had a down year. And next year he's gonna come back. Here, I mean, this shit is, shit is crazy, man. The fuck out of here, man. I'm, I'm, Tibbs is too good of a coach to coach that poorly of a job what he did last season, man. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, no excuses, man. No excuses. Yeah, no excuses. None. No, no excuses. I it, mean, he did he did that bad, so he deserves to get fired. You know, it's not yeah. like oh yeah, let's let's give him another try. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that, man? I don't, I don't understand that. I never heard of that before. Hey, I'm gonna give you an example. Fizdale, when he was shit in the bed, right? I was literally defending that man his second year while he was shit in the bed. Fizz was like, nah, you stupid. Uh, uh. I was defending him, yo. And I'm and my defense was, well, do you see the fucking roster that man the management gave him? Like we all knew he was tanking. We all knew that. But y'all didn't give him enough talent to work with anyway. So even if he wanted to win, it was tough. So you couldn't give him a whole second season. He started off 4-18. We all know this. It was a horrible start, right? But management is the ones that gave him that bum-ass roster. And then on top of the fact that it's just – like he should have, we should have kept him that whole season. And then if you wanted to fire him at the end of that season, all right, cool, no problem. But don't fucking lie to me, Leon Rose, and tell me that Tibbs did a good job this past season. He did not. He did not do a good job. He went three and seventeen during a stretch that he had no business going three and seventeen. Yeah, I, I got a bunch of coaches here, man. Starting from Red Holt, Red Holtzman's right at the top of the screen, right? Um, you got Hubie Brown, you got Bob Hill. You know, uh, Rick Patino, Stu Jackson, John Mc, um, McClough, whatever his name is, Pat Riley, Don Nelson, uh, Van Gundy. You could, people can read Don Nelson, Herb Williams. You got Lenny Wilkins is there, Larry Brown, Isaiah Thomas. There's a lot of big-time Hall of Fame names in this list here. You know, yeah. but at the time, for each and every one of these tenures here, uh, Hubie Brown, by the end of his tenure, people was crying for him to get the fuck out of here. Bob Hill went on to have a decent coaching career once he left the Knicks. Uh, Rick Pitino is Rick Pitino. They they was um, crying for him to get the fuck out. You know, uh, Pat Riley, you know, he was the uh, like a gremlin. Uh, Don Nelson, he didn't even make it um, through a whole season. They were trying to get rid of that motherfucker. You know, Jeff Van Gundy, 
Um, you know, he quit on the team. You can't forget that. We, we ended up getting Lenny Wilkins, who's a, a Hall of Famer as a coach and a player. You know, Larry Brown, a Hall of Famer as a coach and a player. Isaiah Thomas, you know what I'm saying? Look at this. Deion Tony, Mike Woodson, Kurt Rambis has some has some success in the NBA. Jeff Hornacek, all these different big names. But what's so special about fucking Tom Thibodeau? Why, why does Tom Thibodeau get all, all this, like, oh, nah, you know, Tom Thibodeau, give him another try. He said, you guys, you always want to fire the coach. What about, what, what about all the other guys that we had here? My, my main thing is he won in a season where it was so many, like I've never, I'm 32 years old. I've never seen some shit like COVID in my life. That was the season that he won games in. It's yeah, too many season. variables behind that. And shout out to the Lakers. The Lakers won the, the bubble chip. You know what I'm saying? And you look at the Lakers now. The Lakers are trash right now. Trash. You know, that we're not, we not saying that enough, you know? You know why the Lakers is trash? Lakers is doing what Nick fans, uh, what the Lakers did, what a lot of Nick fans want the Knicks to do: make one of these stupid ass superstar trades and trade all your first round picks for a guy, for for a chip that probably don't even. I don't even give that bubble ring much respect, but he still got a ring regardless. But too many variables in that season. And that was the only season you won. And then two out of the four seasons, you didn't even make the playoffs. And then the other season you make the playoffs, you didn't get out the first round. If the Knicks made that deal, we would be calling them failures right now. Yo, man. Failures. Look at Larry. Look at um Isaiah Thomas. We already been through this already. You know what I'm saying? Isaiah Thomas was, was throwing draft picks all over the place, trading this guy, trading that guy. We've been through that shit already. Larry Brown was playing guys according to their their – hometown and stuff. He played the right way, played the right way. You know, that, that reminds me of, of Tom Thibodeau. Like Mike Wilson was here. Dan Tony missed five seconds or less. You know, we, we done tried it all, man. We did it. We did it all. We, we bought a college coach in here once before. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it, man. Fans, I think that, I think that this generation is fickle. Um, they just soft, bro. When you, when you, and, and, and it's understandable, right? Because, yo, when you lose for seven straight seasons, like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being a Kings fan. They haven't made the playoffs since Pokemon Silver came out. You don't even <laughs> want to know when the Pokemon Silver came out, bro. <laughs> I was playing NBA Live 2004 with the four icons on the, on the player where you got the foot icon. For the dunk. <laughs> that was right. the last time when the Kings made the playoffs. So when you don't make the playoffs for seven straight years in the biggest market in America and you're watching dudes like Stephen A. Smith, you're watching jabs on ESPN on the Knicks every fucking day, and the Knicks is not even playing in the playoffs, you damn right you want to win. You damn right you want to win. I respect it. I respect it. But, no, I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> Have the Knicks tried every possible way to win these past 21 years besides building through the draft? I mean, I don't know. I can't even describe. 
I mean, because, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, you know, through all the moves that he did, he still drafted a lot of good players. You know, David Lee, you know, Nate Robinson. He did. You know, Shannon uh, Fry. He had a couple other guys. Uh, uh, you know, I can go down the line. A couple guys that he drafted that, that uh, if we would have kept them, Wilson Chandler and all these different guys, if we would have kept them, maybe we would have been something. You know, Mozgov, all these different guys that we drafted during that time. Yeah. And it's not like he wasn't trying to do a bad job. Like, he was doing his job. He was trying to get talent in the building. I remember the 018 dudes. Like, I remember Zach Randolph, Jamal Crawford being on the same team. Like, I remember that growing up. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's – but the Knicks, you can't look at the Knicks situation in the lens of other teams. Yeah. So, like, I, I can't look at the Knicks through the lens of Golden State because Golden State actually played their kids and run offense through their kids. The guy, a.k.a. Monta Ellis, who was in the way of their kids, got traded. And they draft well. <laughs> And they play their kids. Even now, bro, they're playing pool draft pick, Looney draft pick, Curry, Draymond, Clay. They're playing five of their homegrown talents, bro. I envy shit like that. The Knicks never do shit like that. Well, I mean, it's the coach too, Tom Thibodeau. He's not gonna play. He's, you know, he's gonna play the veteran guys. He's gonna play the guys that are gonna give him the best chance to win. And his mind is the guy is the the players that have the experience. He's not evaluating the talent in front of him. He doesn't have the guys that like. See, that, that's the difference between the NBA and anything else too, because they they'll have their pet peeve guys, you know, that they like their their, their teachers pet people. And then like 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 some teams, they say they don't even practice with the main squad. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be just the starters and the rotation guys, and everybody else is just on the side with the, with the assistant coaches, while the while the the head coach is, is working out with his rotation. You know that that's bullshit. You know, and the, the today's NBA with all this talent, everybody needs to to um to practice with each other. Uh, a, a team like the Miami Heat, everybody is ready. You know, everybody on that roster is ready. That's why Duncan Robinson and all these other guys that that come up. You know, they they constantly get these guys. San Antonio. How many um you know uh, shooting guards and little point guards that they that they had throughout the years they got paid that they just got rid of because then the, the next guy behind them was ready. There's always somebody ready in the organization because everybody plays with each other. The Knicks don't do that, you know. So I, that's that's Tom Thibodeau's thing because because I mean if if he would have had um, Deuce and all these guys playing with the main guys, then they all would have been ready when he called on them. You know, except except on um, now, you know, he's playing a certain offense. Now that these guys don't, he don't know what they can do. He don't trust them. Every little mistake they make, he's taking them out because he don't trust them. And, and that's why, like, I, I hate bullshit article. No, it was a great article. Shout out to Fred Katz um, from the Athletic. He wrote a beautiful article and was talking about how Tibbs and he was like glowingly talking about the kids. Bro, I'm from New York, bro. I don't give a fuck about your positive talk about the kids, bro. With all due respect, bro. You slapped me in my face for 82 straight. No, for two years straight, he slapped me in my face. I I, I can't go by what he's talking about, positive talk about the kids. I don't care about what he's talking about. Don't tell me Obi's Taj Gibson. No, he's not Taj Gibson, bro. Like, yeah. stop, bro. Stop. Hey, when they ask you about the kids... I don't want to hear about a vet, bro. 
I don't want to hear about them being ready to play back. They're not ready because those same vets was getting their ass bust all season, bro. I watched vets lose a 28-point lead to Cam Thomas. I watched vets lose a 23-point lead. Was that the Portland? And me and you was hot. We, yo, we... I, that was the day me and you was barking at each other over Mitchell Robinson. Yo, we was hot over Mitch. Was that against Portland or OKC? I don't remember. I mean, I know that OKC game, I was fucking pissed. OKC. I was it, I was fucking pissed after that game. Bruh. So, so Tim's got to stop the bullshit with me, man. I'm from New York. Stop. stop don't shit me, bro. Stop, man, with that crap, bro. Well, I mean, you know, you, you were talking about the young players and stuff. We, we do, we, we, um, you know, the Knicks have been drafting guys, but the, the problem is that is the Knicks are trying to do both at the same time. That's the, that, that's our problem. We got RJ Barrett topping. Uh, Cam Reddish is considered young. We didn't draft him, but he's still 22. Uh, man, you quickly, we got Quentin Grimes, Mitch Robinson's, um, just getting to his, his, um, you know, uh, extension contract. Miles McBride is here. They went and got uh, Farron Hunt and Jericho Sims. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of young guys on this roster. So the Knicks are doing a great job drafting and bringing young talent, but you know they, they, we just worked the wrong coach in here because because we thought that, that he was gonna get us into a, a winning situation. Well, he did on the bubble, but I mean we came back to earth this season, man. But I mean we just miscalculated, uh, you know what we were trying to do because I mean you really can't you really can't like um, win and draft at the same time. You really can't do that. You know it, like if you're gonna do it, you have to play the guys that you draft. You can't just draft guys and don't play them. You know, so that, that Memphis that's Grizzlies. Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies. They play everybody. Golden State, Spurs. And what? What? What's the the common denominator with all those teams? They're good basketball teams. Yeah. Um. Even like the lesser teams, like OKC. OKC, they got a track record of fifteen straight years of playing their young guys and, and consistently drafting well. So. Like, it's a lot of teams, man. It's a lot of teams, man. And Knicks, like, I, I feel I feel like I lost a part of this season when quickly just could not start at point guard. Like, I, like I couldn't even – I can't even sit here and say, yo, quickly is the next Damian Lillard. Like, I want to be a, a good homer Nick fan. I can't even say something like that because Tibbs robbed me of that this season. Yeah, you know, um, fans are brainwashed too because they said because uh, you know a couple guys were saying, oh yeah, but we, we need to let um let quickly season for two more seasons. Like God damn it, what? When are we gonna when the fuck are we gonna win? When when are we gonna try to play? Oh wait, oh, wait two more years. Like come on, man, get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen in two more years? My in two more years, my um my my, my middle guy, my middle son will be freaking ten. You know you know what I'm saying? If we're gonna wait four more years, my my my, my middle son will be twelve. Get that fucking hairless balls, man. Come on. You know, yeah, when the hell yeah. are we going to win? Are we going to keep this fucking thing rotating? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, let's give them four more years. Give them five more years. Man, we got these guys now. Yeah. The whole NBA is, is a young man's league now. You know, everybody's playing. Whoever's good is playing. You know, we, we, we can't keep playing that fucking game or getting brainwashed by, by what, what um they're, they're feeding you, man. You know, or what Tom Thibodeau's feeding just because of the name. That's all it is. It's like like Tom Thibodeau is like it's like freaking um uh what's the that that um Balencia shit, man? The fucking shoes mm-hmm. are ugly yeah, and they freaking hurt your feet, but they cost ugly. like you know thousands of dollars. You know, it's just a brand name, man. Tim's gotta get with the fucking program, man. Because yeah, give me some new he, balance, man. Fuck that shit. Because 
you you know another thing about this season, and this goes into like um the third point, and I could I could tie this in with Jalen Brunson as well, right? Because we calling I'm calling Jalen not we I'm calling Jalen Brunson mid, but at the same time I'm saying he could be a positive asset to our team, but at that same time it's like. Is R.J. Barrett good enough yet to where I could trust him next to a point guard like Jalen Brunson to where those two guys, I could depend on those guys to help me win games night in and night out on a max deal and on a $20 million deal? I almost said the N-word just now, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I got this up. The, um, the Knicks salary cap because you if you eliminate uh, um uh, Julius Randle there um by extending RJ RJ becomes a top player then Brunson is right behind him Fournier's there still uh we're gonna pay Mitch Mitch will be right there too now all of a sudden these guys are gonna be making the big money so now uh like you were saying once you pay everybody expectations are high now yeah yeah don't you know don't, now it's no more it's no more playing games now you guys are making the money now. It's not like, oh, hey, wait till RJ. He's only 21. He's going to grow to see on the other. You know what I'm saying? Getting arguments when people are making people uh, invite you to the, to the uh, hot dog stand and all this, you know, over over um, RJ Barrett. But once he gets the money now, it's not, oh, we're not going to wait five more years. No, he can't pay it now. Motherfucker, yeah. when, are you, when are we going to win? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I got enough belief in RJ Barrett. That I think I already stated, like he's gonna be a Nick Hall of Famer. So I, that tells that already tells people without me even saying it, my expectations for him is extremely high. Now, once he gets paid, you're gonna hear a different vibe from me when it comes with me and RJ Barrett. Because I got at Randall this year because he was the highest paid player. And he was bitching to the refs every time. And I don't need you to do that. When you're the highest paid player, I need you to play basketball. I don't need – give me 20 points a night. That's the bare minimum. But besides the 20 points a night, I don't want to be a, a, a box score hoe. Besides the 20 points a night, I want to see winning. I need to see you affect winning. You can yeah. give me 15 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Did you help me win the fucking game? Are you helping me win the game? That's what I that, that's what I care about. I never cared about Randall numbers this season. That's why I was extra disappointed with him. It's, it's, it's winning. That winning. That's the thing. Like, and I also told you real quick. Um, in RJ Barrett's first two seasons, I wanted the tank. I wanted the tank because I wanted to get the best amount, the best available uh talent around before we have to pay him now we got to pay him yo it, it, it's time to go it, it, it's time to go I'm, i definitely want playoffs next season but i, I, I want them kids to, I, I want the kids to be the reason why we get there and i believe they can get us there well you know our kids are our best players right now you know that that's that's a given there's like no way around it now we, is there, they already proved it you already proved the last few games you know in the way that they played um, Cam Reddish already proved what he what he could do. Yo, if Cam Reddish didn't get hurt, could you imagine? You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine if he didn't get hurt? You know, because everybody else went down. If Cam Reddish was available to play at the end there, you know, that would that would have been incredible. 
You know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I have a belief, you know, we I, I think all of us do. All Knicks fans have a belief in the in the guys that we have on the roster. So I I mean like like it's it's the time is is not to to play Alec Burke at point guard. The time is not to um hope that Derek Rose comes back at 33, going on 34 to save the Knicks, uh Nerns Noel and all these guys and um Todd Gibson getting minutes. You know, those those days need to be done with. You know, Kemba Walker coming back next year. Hopefully he's gone. You know, the, our best players are our young guys. You know, you know what I'm saying? And if we make that trade for Julius Randle to get um, Brunson here or trade anybody, I don't know how I don't know how Brunson's getting here. But if Brunson gets here and and, the, and we're going to be running with these young guys, the the, the um, Band-Aid is off. Yeah, yeah. You know, Band-Aid sure. is off. But but at the same time, we got expectations, right? My expectations won't be championship, right? Because I understand, like, it, Giannis is still in his prime. You still got them KD boys. It's, it's not our time yet. But I want to see minimum 45 wins. That That's that that's just my minimum. My minimum. Yeah, right? Memphis and Cleveland, what they're doing, We I, I want to see that. You know, I want to see our young guys competing just like Memphis and Cleveland guys are doing. You know? Can I ask you a crazy-ass question? This question about to be crazy as hell, dog. This, this question about... Would Julius Randle come off the bench for the Knicks? Would, 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 nah. would, would he super sub? Would he, is that how you... Would, would he super sub? Like, well, how I, do you... Like, how can you get that shit together? Like, I, I can't... I don't see it with him no more. Well, listen, um, they, they knew that 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 once these guys did this, you know, that they, it will be like we will be talking about it, man. So right. they did that and they know what's up. You can see, you know, Julius Randle cannot hide his body language. He was looking like he wanted to kill himself the whole time, you know, that he was that he was there. You, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they got to be talking to him to let him know, um, you know, whatever. So, I mean, him coming off the bench, if, if they convinced him and said that, listen, this is what was going to happen in order for us to win. I think that he would he would be good with that because he got paid already. He's already got paid, you know. So if they're gonna keep him and they ask him to do that, I think that he would. I think that he would do it. To tell you the truth, you know. I think Randall loves winning. I never questioned that character about him. I think he wants to win. Like genuinely, I think he wants to win. Yeah. And I I think he will do anything to help the team win. Um, I give you I give you an example. Let's say the Knicks get the one pick. And we draft uh Palau Banchero, right? Um who's to say you keep all that talent around? Just, just to just to play devil's advocate, who's to say you don't keep all that talent around? Who's to say, well, it's up to fucking Tibbs to make this shit work? Like now nah, that, that who's to say that? Who's to say Leon Rose is saying, Well, I'm not trading the one, I'm not trading Palau. I'm not trading Randall. I'm not trading Obi. Make it work. <laughs> yeah, but Tom Tom Tibble is showing you that he don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I fucking hate that coach, bro. Yo, Tom Thibodeau straight up came out of his mouth and was like, um, Cam Reddish is not in my rotation because I already got a rotation already. You know, I don't have no I don't see where where Cam Reddish is gonna play. Cause I already got my rotation, and this was like in the middle of us losing. We was on a freaking losing streak during the time. 
Yo, I, yo, I think no. Matter of fact, he said that. Was that after the game? Burks went seventeen minutes, zero points. <laughs> he might, it might have been. Yo, I been. think it was after that game, bro. Yo, I think it was after that game. I think I was, yeah, I think I was cursing so much. I had to get up because I was at work. The nurse, matter of fact, I think it was right after that game. The nurse manager literally had to come over. She ain't never do this before, bro. That's how I knew I was tight. She pulled up on me like, you okay? You keep it down a bit? Like, I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, man. It's the Knicks, man. <laughs> like, that, I knew I was hot with Tibbs with that. That's some bullshit right there. Like, it's not like Reddish is getting DMP for Tobias Harris. You know what I'm saying? That, that, right. Oh, God. This fucking coach, man. Oh, God, man. And that's another thing, too. Like, tying it back into the Jalen Brunson topic. That whole Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish at the one, two, three, that, that sound, that excites me. That, 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 that does, that does things to me. Um, but what don't excite me is who's my starting four? I like Obi as a starting four next to uh, uh, Jalen Brunson, but I might fuck your head up with this, bro. I want Jalen Brunson. If I had Jalen Brunson as my one, I want a four who's a sniper. So Obi would have to, like the way he was, the way he was making um, threes at the end of this season. I think he was making threes because of confidence. He would have to be like a thirty-six to. 40% three-point shooter. I, I think you could do that. I think you can get, get, get close to 30 to, to 40, maybe 36, maybe. They can get 34, 34, 36. That, that would make him a hundred million dollar man. You know how much money his three-point shot can make him? You know how dynamic Obi could be? Like he he could be scared, like he could be scary. It, like he came a long way. Remember when he first got him? <laughs> Remember little homie? Little homie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that shit. Ooh. I'm looking at let Obi stats now. Let me see if I can share it. Right. Um he yo, he was putting up some monster stats towards the end of the year. Now I understand it's like towards the end of the year, you know, but we, we still was playing teams that were trying to win. You know, 20 like this is like what the last uh four games or so. 27, yeah, he was averaging six rebounds only. But like you said, 46% from three he was shooting. He he put up eight threes a game. Holy shit. This 17 shots. Me, this is what got me fucked up. You got a dynamic four in Obi. And you got another dynamic four in Randall. And you don't even try to play them both 32 minutes a night. What type of dumb nonsense is you on? Like, if, if I had the Knicks roster, I'd be getting freaky with my lineups. I'd be putting Obi at the five and Reddish at the four. I, well, I mean, the, just the obvious is just Obi and Julius Randle. Obi at the four, you know, releasing like he was doing at the end, releasing and getting open and having Julius Randle, um, you know, trailing. But that's why you put Obi at the five, because you want him to release and you want Randle to – 
to um defensive rebound. But at the same time, I think o- o- since Obi's more athletic, but you would have to coach Obi up to be like, yo, you have to protect the rim. Like, you have to protect the rim. Him and Randall. Randall got to, you just got to play strong. It, it, well, I mean, if they can't protect the rim, they can't, man. But I mean, you, you can, you could defend, you know, differently. You don't, you don't have to, it doesn't always have to be with blocking shots and stuff, you know? That's a fact. That's a fact. Create a wall. Create a, imagine, Imagine Palau Banchero, <laughs> Banchero, Obi, and Randall. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, because I mean, you still got athleticism. Julius Randall's athletic. He could he could run up the court. The dude was playing point guard for us for for two years. Obi tapping three. Yeah, you know, Obi Toppin is like beating guards down the court, and then Van Charles, you know, is what he is, young guy coming coming into the league. So I mean, you can you can get away with it sometimes, playing like that. Damn man, but that that's damn. That's what is tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I I can't because I'm thinking about like having um, Jalen Brunson, like. How can you explain to Nick fan base that you're paying Randall 26 million, Brunson 20 million, RJ Barrett a max, <laughs> and you just was the 12th seed? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't it, there's no logic behind that. That's just yeah. on my end. There, there will be no excuses. After you paid everybody, it's like, okay, now we winning? We winning this year or what? Or are we still waiting for RJ to to um to eventually get there? Are we still waiting for for Mitch to eventually get there? No, nah, everybody's paid now, man. Yeah, they paid. Everybody's paid. It's time to go. That's always been my biggest gripe, man, about about this stuff, man. It's like uh-huh. you know, you know, once once we pay all these guys, that's why I'm I'm always against um you know pay this guy, pay that guy, pay this guy. Because I mean, once we pay them, it's like okay, now these guys are paid. Now we have to go. I know I know we could we can make trades and stuff like that, but if these guys don't don't uh, match the contract, then how are we making yeah. trades? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do, do James Dolan never been one to not want to spend money? So I think like luxury tax for me, I'm never worried about luxury tax. But when you're in the largest market in America. And you're paying three guys twenty plus million, and you're starting five. Y'all talking championships? Because that 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 sounds like ching. If I if I got three players in my starting five who makes twenty plus million, I think I'm thinking a championship. That yeah. So we we gotta. That's the reason why I want to. That that's another low key reason why I want to swap Randall and Brunson. That is so much pressure, bro. And I don't think they're ready for that type of smoke, bro. Like, I, I love R.J. Barrett. He's 21. I know I know he's going to be good. Bro, you know what pressure I'm talking You know what pressure I'm talking about, bro. You, we seen what Melo went through. First game, Jason Kidd, his best point guard, 38 years old. I mean, pressure, look what Julius Randle. Look what we did to Julius Randle. No, look, look what we did to Alfred Payton. Oh, you, you know, oh. say you want to talk about pressure. So I mean, listen, oh. you know, it's the it's, it's go time, man. It will be go time at that at that point. 
you know, I, I want to win. I want to. I want to win, man. Yeah. I want to. I want to play winning basketball. When, when are we gonna freaking do it? When are we gonna do the right? I can't wait. I, I can't wait anymore. Yeah, I got it. Cool. Yeah, I'm not with that. Yo, dude told me, yo, let's tank next season for 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 Victor. What am I? I'm not. I'm not listening to no tank talk. That tank talk I had the Almighty Fourth Season. It was a reason why I wanted to tank these past prior two seasons. This season was the season I wanted to get in the playoffs. I last summer I wasn't talking to you about going to the fucking lot, going to lottery. We wasn't talking about no lottery. Hell no, because we had expectation. Yeah. So next season. I'm talking playing a better. That that's what I'm playing a better. I don't I don't I'm not I don't need a second round Eastern Conference final trip. Just get just get in the playoffs. Baby steps. Well, I mean, you know, you were saying Almighty fourth seed and stuff like that. So I mean, I, I guess we flipped seasons. Last year we should have we should have tanked. We didn't. This year we we uh, we didn't make the playoffs where we should have. So I mean, it's like the seasons are flipped. You know, we went and traded for for Cam Reddish, so that kind of like. You know, we added another young player. Yep. So I mean, you know what? You know, th- this is like a uh, like a prelude to, to like the next pod. Like if we can get the guys together to do the mock draft and stuff. Just um, like around around this area. Let's say let's say if the Knicks pick around their area yet. You know, around 11, 12, whatever the fuck we're gonna be at. Let's let's say is any of these players here that, that you that you would want that you would say okay, I'm taking this guy and you know, whatever. All right, so let me let me let, let me like this before I say what I'm about to say. Because damn, yo, you've been putting me on the spot, but I gotta answer truthfully. Um, if the Knicks get the if we stay at 11, bro, I'm gonna keep it a rack with you. I'm signing trading Mitch and I'm drafting Jalen Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm drafting. So so here's my criteria for, for, for this year's draft. Go get me one of those G League Ignite kids like Dyson Daniels or get me Jalen Durant because that's – that's I, I watched Jalen Durant a couple games myself playing for Memphis this past season. So that's the guy I watched. So that's the guy, like, I would like for the Knicks to draft. But, like, I would sign and trade Mitch in another deal. So, like – now that's the now here's this is why I said the lottery for the Knicks this year is really important because now that's when you can say, all right, let's sign a trade Mitch to Dallas. Let's try to bring on Jalen Brunson. Now you draft um Jalen Durant. He's on a four scale a four-year scale rookie deal, right? So now you don't have to worry about paying the center the center position premium. Now you can focus on other positions. Right. But then again. When you see Dyson Daniels and you see he, he grew to 6'8", and you see this year playoffs, and you see teams like Miami throwing out, like, five wings, like, they literally got, like, five wings, bro. Yeah. You see things like that, it's like, it's tough. <laughs> it, well, it, it's tough. <laughs> well, let me, let me throw this at you, too, man. Last year, we, we you know, we picked a, at a certain number, but the Knicks, um, you know, drafted and we went back. You know, we drafted um back last year. So I mean, you know, the Knicks could possibly do that too, man. Because I mean, they they might be thinking about drafting stash like they did with um, Roku or whatever the guy the guy's name is. Um, Roku Jokobitis. Yeah. His name is. Um, no, I don't. I don't believe this is the draft that you could you, you trade back. I think you go. I think you pick your guy. I think and and I trust. 
I trust uh Walt Perry. I trust I trust his draft history between ten and twenty. No, yeah. ten and thirty because he drafted Rudy Gobert, I think twenty seventh or something like that. But I trust his draft history between those numbers for us to, for him to get us the guy. And if I'm thinking like uh our scouting department, he's going to pick. And I'm looking at this list. Uh, he's going to pick either Benedict McDermott, Johnny Davis, or he's going to pick Dyson Dames. Yeah, just going by the mo the way he like he drafted for us the past two years. That that looks like his mo. So, yeah, I'm with it too, man. We, you know, like like you said, this is a wings league. So I mean, the 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 most the the you know, as many wings as you can get, you know, just go for those guys, you know. And then Benedict, you know, Benedict Johnny, like you said, uh, you know, Dyson Jan Daniels and all this. All these guys are basically, you know, you know, they're basically like very close to each other. You know, Shannon, you know, the Shannon Sharp guy. You know, the, all these guys are pretty, pretty close to each other talent wise. So you know, you just gotta definitely pick up, pick one of those guys up, man. But see, that's the scary part because you say all those guys is cl- kind of close to each other, and then you could go back to a draft like 2020, and all those guys that you're saying is close to each other, all three of those guys could be talents. Right. Example: Tyrese Maxey, Halliburton. Um, who's the other guard? What I I throw him quickly in there, but it's a and Cole Anthony. So it, it's it's talent everywhere, bro. It's yeah. talent everywhere. It's just about who you pick and the situation that they come in. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, right top now. four. You said top four. Jaden is Jaden Ivy, definitely right. Mm-hmm. No, if it's between if the pick is between four and two, the Knicks will take Jaden Ivey. But if that pick is one, they're taking Paula Banchero. They're not taking Shet Holmer. They're not taking Shet. You don't think so? No, that is not a Tibbs player. Tibbs is not signing up for that. Imagine <laughs> he probably he probably resigned. <laughs> Shit, that happened. That you going to Tibbs? And they like, all right, we got the one pick. We go and pick you a seven foot center who's 195 pounds. What? <laughs> He's how many pounds? <laughs> the fucking cookie monster and shit, right? He's not ready yet. He's gonna have to compete for minutes. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to hear that. Give me Palau Bonchero. I know he gonna come in, he gonna give me like 17 a night. Oh rip. He looked like it too. Yeah. yeah he's gonna be a beast, man. Yeah. And he got the name too, Paulo Banchero. Come on, man, that motherfucker gonna sell Cheerios like a motherfucker when he gets to the NBA. Cheerios. He coming. He, if he's a Nick, you know how much money he'll make off over grocery store endorsements. You see his <laughs> name, brother. <laughs> you know how many? You know how many hoodies I could make off his name, bro? How many yeah. Tony Montana's? Of the uh, what? All types of drug lords. I could, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, you can't do signing trades until after the draft. Interesting. Good luck, stop videos. Appreciate you for that information. That's very interesting. That throws very, a, that throws a big wrench into everything. Yes, it does. <laughs> this goes back into my point, dog. Yo, this year's lottery very important. Very depending on where we land. I can see what where the Knicks are going to Yeah. 
Wow. That throws a big wrench. But, but I mean, you know, trades are always announced on draft day, but none of the trades that are announced on draft day can go into effect until the free agency period starts anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's not like a big exclusive that, that she's saying, but it is a nice reminder, you know, because I mean, I don't know, man. I feel I feel like something is going on because you know Worldwide West hasn't made an appearance all year, you know what I'm saying? And then this is when he makes an appearance with Julius Randle at the Dallas game, you know. So something something's happened. What is smoke? This fire, man. This smoke is fire, man. And Randle want to go back home. Let him go back home. Yeah. So I want to see him go back home. I don't want to see him on my team no more. I'm good. I didn't waste too much energy on him the past three years. Yeah, too much fighting over that over that guy, man. Yeah, man, it's it, it's too much. It's too much trying to like like I get I get tired of trying to explain to people that yes, he's a good, he's a goddamn good basketball player. The problem is he don't fit the timeline. When I had to go and give a Kang appearance, appearance, I had to continuously tell them. He does not fit the timeline. His absolute point was broken last summer. You were supposed to trade him last summer. You don't pick up – no, two summers ago now. You don't pick up – you don't draft Obi Top at eight and still keep Raymond. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Come on. Then, then listen, after after he had that big season last year too, like the Knicks should have made a – the Knicks should have uh, made a, a a a more conscious effort to bring more talent here, because 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 you know, like getting Fournier and and Walker just just let the Knicks. It just showed that the Knicks were too cocky. They thought that they were you know all they, they were they, they, we would win like sixty games or something. Yeah. You know, oh, we got Tom Thibodeau as the coach. Oh, just get him a shooter and just bring Walker in here. You know, for the fans and shit, and that'll be enough. That's all we need. That's all we need on that's only on roles. You that's not that's not called that's called malpractice. That's not called team building to me. You yeah. don't you don't have a guy coming off of all NBA second team and you just paid him and you don't give you don't get him a premium point guard. Premium, yeah. premium point guard. That's ridiculous. Yo, Julian Tran, he brings up a point too. If he goes to Dallas. I think Julius is going to go back to being dominant again, and then they're going to be, oh, look at the Knicks trade away players, and look how good they're playing on the other team. You know, that's going to be another narrative. You know why I wouldn't be worried about that narrative? Because Obi Toppin is going to be on his own little all-star hunt next season. I ain't worried about that. I think that's – I think the people who's worried about Randall going to Dallas and them other teams and, and, and dominating is the people that stuck to the narrative that the kids was trash. Right. So I, 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 and even if that's wrong, what I just said, you know, maybe you're not that type of person. But no, nah, I'm not thinking about that. I think Obi could could produce. I'm not worried about no replacement or anybody for for the, that guy. Even for Mitchell Robinson, like if he want to walk, if he don't want to be a Nick no more, it's cool. It's all gravy. Just do a sign and trade. You know, we babied you for four years. Go get your money. I ain't gonna never stop none of those guys getting their money. Go get your go get your family generation paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely too. We, we talk a lot about money and stuff like that, but I mean, you know, if, if guys need to get money, we can't like knock the guys for getting paid. This is just the market that they're getting paid. 
You know, yeah. some people get get mad at what I get paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, those guys don't do shit. You know what the fuck? You know they make all all that money. You know, it's like, come on, man. People always talking shit about money, whether it's millions or if it's only a couple hundred. You know, whatever the fuck. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. very crazy. That's why. That's why it's tough. It, it, it's tough trying to. It's it's tough trying to gouge this team right now, man. That picture with World Wide West, man. That 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 threw everything off, man. That threw off so many narratives because it, it it can be it's one of it's one of the other, bro. See the Randall looking at his new teammates, right? And the Knicks is there because they trying to see Jalen Brunson. They doing some tampering. They doing some extreme tampering. That's another oh. thing too. That's another mm-hmm. thing too, man. That could have went left too, because that that it looks like tampering, you know. So if the Knicks make a move, they they're gonna go back and investigate this whole situation, you know. Nah, nah, they not. I, nah, they not. Worldwide West and Leon Rose, those are the big dogs. They don't, they don't, they don't be getting scandals on them like that. They the big dogs. They got that swept under the rug. I'm not even worried about stuff like that. I think stuff like that. I would have been worried if we had Steve Mills as as the GM. I'm not worried. <laughs> 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 Mills. Yeah, I wonder how the popcorn sales in MSG is going right now, man. Like, oh, isn't that what he's doing? He's in charge of concessions and shit. Yo, he's, <laughs> he's like, yo, we did, we didn't mean for our season to start off like this. Um, to be two and two, uh, what was he? Two and eight, two and ten. We, we was yeah. two and something. Yeah, I, I didn't awesome. give a shit what we was because I wanted to take anyway. I didn't need a press conference, bro. Yeah, that press conference was crazy, man. We needed like, yo, turn the TV. Stop, turn the TV on. You know, you know, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. You know, that's why Leon Rose don't be talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we were talking about Jalen Brunson, right? So let's say we get Jalen Brunson. What, what is the what, what would make the Knicks win? Because if we get Jalen Brunson, if we trade it for 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 Julius, if that happens, right? Um, that's what everybody wanted. So what what would the roster need to look like in order for a Jalen a Jalen Brunson run team to to win with RJ Barrett? Damn, that's tough. That's tough. Because once we get okay, now we got the point guard Julius. I mean, RJ's here. He's the guy, everyone's um, favorite son. Everything is going good. You know, Obi Toppin is now the man now at at the at the four, I guess. You know, so you know, how do we win now? What we need to what we need what we need to get once we get Jalen Brunson here? You gotta keep it now in that scenario. <laughs> you might have, you're gonna have to keep um Evan Foyer. You gonna have to keep you gonna have to keep like two, three of those vets. Cause you're not gonna be able to not for 82 games. Them young boys ain't gonna be able to like get off those whole, whole 82 games. So you so you're gonna have to add some vets to that mix. Um Yo, man. First of all, I'm keeping Rose. I'm keeping Rose. I'm keeping yeah. Rose. I'm keeping Derrick Rose. Quickly is gone. But see, that's where it, it, it see that's where it gets messed up because it's like quickly was doing so well off the bench towards the end of the season at the backup point guard spot. Where does Derrick Rose fit in this? So do so, yo, you know how much pressure this is going to be on Jalen Brunson, bro. Yo, not for nothing, Jalen Brunson is 25 years old. That's he's he's the leader. He's the guy. Like he's the guy. Yo, I, he'll I, be 26 in August. 
August thirty first, he'll be twenty six. I got I I got to read up on him, man. Leadership skills and, and it, it's it's crazy because he he played four years in college. He's national champion, winner, right? So we know he's gonna win some game, and he held it down for Luca and still got the Mavericks to the fourth seed in the Western Conference. <sighs> yeah, that, that dude, that dude Ryan on our team, he he's a teammate of Jalen Brunson. So I, I wonder if they did him a solid by signing him. Because we always wonder why the fuck did we sign our, you know, Ryan if he's not gonna play. But he played for Villanova too. He won a championship with Jalen Brunson. Oh <laughs> I don't think anybody made that connection. I don't think I know. I don't think I noticed anybody make that connection. Yo, the Knicks think they so slick, bro. Yeah, they, they won a championship together, Ryan and um and Jalen. So you know Ryan they leave. <laughs> yeah, they did a solid for his boy, right? Oh man, I can't believe I'm about to just talk myself into Jalen Brunson, man. Just hope for the best, man. That it's one of those because you know if we get Jalen Brunson, we you know we're gonna pay RJ Barrett. And then it's gonna be one of those like I'm leaving it up to God. I got, I got <laughs> like Jesus. Jesus yeah, take my, the wheel at that point. Yeah, right? Jesus take the wheel. Like that's when I leave it up to God. Like that's when I leave it up there. Now this is where my belief in the kids come into play. Will they get better in order to get to that point? I believe they can. With Jalen Brunson, Kyle Lowry, part two. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, it's tough, bro. It's tough, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, like once he gets here, how are we winning? You know, everybody's gonna be like, huh? Like, we're gonna be playing ball. We're gonna be playing good basketball. I think uh, you don't think four year, fourth year RJ can't be an all star. You don't think? You don't think? You don't think third year, third year Obi, you know Julius Randle? You don't think he's gonna be good money? You don't think a paid Mitchell Robinson is gonna be good money? You don't think a healthy Cam Reddish going to be good money? You know, Evan Poyer, he probably going to be coming back. <laughs> Quickly just had a triple-double off the bench. You don't think he coming back next season feeling salty about watching playoffs? It's mm, – I got that. <laughs> Jalen, I, I, pray to, I pray for him because we give him that $20 million plus – and he become a Nick. He's my Nick point guard. I'm going to defend him to the death. But he has to be an all-star, and he has to lead my team to a top-five seed. I'm not interested in playing playing tournament at all, especially after my team was already the fourth seed already under Tom Thibodeau. And that's where the pressure comes on Tom Thibodeau. No excuses, brother. None. You got no excuses. Yeah, this is going to be us next year, man. We're going to be drinking a whole lot of fucking Hennessy waiting for the Knicks to, to figure out what they're going to do. Oh, man. Yo, the Knicks fucking team, man. I don't even drink Hennessy, man. I, I love Hennessy with some hypnotic. It goes perfect, bro. God damn. Hennessy and hypnotic? What the yeah, fuck? You like, are, are you 40 are you something or am I 40 something? Are you, are you in your 40s? What the I'm fuck? Man. I'm from the mud, man. Concrete, man. Project bricks, man. <laughs> Did you say hypnotic? They still sell that shit? Yeah, they sell that shit. <laughs> Yo, we was drinking hypnotic back in fucking like 2000 and, 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 and like 2003, man. 2004, whatever the fuck yeah. that shit was. Hell yeah, man. They still sell that shit, man. I tried to make the liquor store before I came upstairs, man. 
Yeah, yeah. no more goddamn Henny around the corner. Oh, man. I don't uh, know, man. I'm trying not to drink, man. You know, right now it's like what is it, April? I haven't had a drink since um, New Year's. Oh, so I'm trying not you. to, man. God bless you. Yo, the Knicks was playing so bad. What week was it? I think we lost like seven straight. I had a gallon of um Ciroc. I had a gallon of Ciroc. Y'all drunk the whole Ciroc that whole week. That's how bad the Knicks was playing. And I think we had two back-to-backs that week, too. We was getting punched left and right. Like, man, he's doing that. I'm drinking that. Because <laughs> he's doing playing like trash. Oh, my God. Anyway, man, I don't I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Good. Well, I'll tell you one thing. What will what, what maybe break my, um, you know, like break from, from alcohol is if the Knicks get that top four pick somehow in the lottery. Or if we get Jalen Brunson and, and we don't just leave it at that, we end up getting a couple more pieces and then we really get crazy, then then I might, I might start drinking again. I don't know. I mean, it's exciting, man. You know, you know shout out to Julito because Julito said don't don't be mentioning – don't be um, subbing him. You know, saying his his shit and don't don't add him in it. You know, so I gotta say, Julito. You know, he, he was saying that that um the reason why he don't want to do spaces is because he don't like to talk about hypotheticals. Uh-huh. Man, but hypotheticals is it's a lot of fun, man. You know, like this whole podcast we were just talking about Jalen Brunson. We ran through the whole shit, talking about the draft and this thing, this that and the other. That's exciting too, man. That's really exciting. Uh-huh. You know, talk about what could happen and stuff. Cause it, it could, and then and then when it does happen, like like when you made that prediction that we were gonna get Cam Reddish, man, that shit was amazing, man. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you scary motherfucker. I remember that morning too. I woke up, yo, I got a text. Matter of fact, it was a text from my bro. My bro texted me like, yo, Nick. yeah, I was texting you too. I wasn't texting you like three or four times. You <laughs> texted me and our and, uh, and um, Kevin from MDK texted me like, yo, we got Reddish. Man, I was rubbing my paws like Birdman. You should have played Lotto that day. But then, what happened? Tibbs, he wants to DMP Reddish. Four straight games. I already have my, you know, my bad. I already have the solid rotation already. I don't see how he's going to get fit on what we're trying to do here. He was, um, he was in the midst of a two or seven stretch. He said, my, my rotation is set. <laughs> That's, that little shit right there is like, yo, bro, this is not Minnesota, bro. Like, we're not casuals, bro. Like, we we really watch Knicks basketball games, bro. We watch them twice some nights, bro. Three times. You might watch the rerun the next day because you're a real Knicks fan. Like, and you really love the team. So don't shit me, bro. <laughs> and Knicks fans are watching old games and shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Scouting old games from from like 10, 15 years ago. We watch, bro. Knicks had me watching. Yeah, I was watching Jalen Brunson highlights last night, four in the morning. Why am I watching Jalen Brunson highlights four in the morning? Yeah, I was doing <laughs> it four in the morning too, but I was on my way to work during during that time watching yeah, fucking highlights. Um. Because I'm just trying to accept the fact that he's he's probably the most viable option due to the connections to my team, due to Rick Brunson's father, dealing with Leon Rose, due to um, Tom Thibodeau, Jalen Brunson's father. You know, Jalen Brunson, 
just the way he talks, he carries himself. Yeah, and Ryan, Ryan Akinati, whatever the fuck his name is. Yep. You know, him yep. too, you know? Yep. And that's how you, that, that, that's how you build championships too. When you, when you do, like those little subtle, subtle moves, like you draft RJ and then you go trade for his college teammate. Like, <laughs> like those little, you, you, you get Ryan Archie there, whatever the hell his name is. And then you go get Rick Brunson and you bring Rick Brunson's pops on the staff and low key. I want the Knicks to go get Mike D'Antoni, but that's a story for another day. Cause I would love to have an offensive coordinator on the staff. Yeah. Um, like getting Jalen Brunson in here, and, and you got Ryan Archer and Nacket or whatever the hell his name is. That was um, good. <laughs> you you know, said his name pretty good. I got another one too. Like you, you got Jericho Sims. Maybe go get his college teammate and my main man Mo Bamba. You know, yeah. Just in case of Mitch walks, it's just it's just in case of Mitch walks. I make this clear. I want to pay give Mitch his damn money. I'm paying him. I'm, I pay him 14 million. I pay him 15 million. I'm paying him his money. I'm paying him. But if he walks, you know, keep the keep the chemistry going. Go get his college teammate. Go get Obama. Give me Jericho Sims. You know, Benedict, the Benedict McThurlin kid. He played on the Canadian national team with RJ Barrett. Connections. You know? Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, I mean, I think we talked about everything, man. So we can wrap it up. Doing, we did a good job today. Pat ourselves on the back. Yeah, man. Good. This was goody today, man. I, I was so <laughs> positive about Jalen Brunson. I thought, I thought I didn't have the the temperament to do so, but you know, it, it, it it's cool. Like, I, we we just need to upgrade that point guard. Like, I'm just so sick and tired of just talking about the point guard position. Yeah, can just get everybody a point guard that everybody can shut the fuck up already with that shit already. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, ain't a point guard, I mean, ain't a point guard run. The one to run what offense, son? To one to run which offense? <laughs> you know, for Julius Randle to you know, I don't know. It's the never-ending cycle there. Oh god. <laughs> but when is the draft lottery? When is it? Can you please put up the date for people before we get out of here, man? When is the draft lottery? Man? Right, let me see. When is the draft lottery? That that is just such an important thing, yo. I'm 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 gonna give you man. I'm gonna give you some fun facts. I'm gonna give you the because I want to keep the good luck going. I'm gonna give you the top five biggest jumps in the NBA draft. Biggest jumps in lottery history, right? And um. No, shout outs to Adam Silver, Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum. I appreciate both of you guys. Oh, that is 11 days after Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which will be an epic movie. Um, Adam Silver, Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum, love both of you guys. We need a top pick. 2017, Sacramento Kings, the number eight pick to the number three pick. 3.9 chance. <laughs> 1990, the Seattle Supersonics go from number 10 to number 2 with a 3.6 chance. Guess who they draft? Gary Payton. Gary Payton, wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> you jump from 10 to 2. You draft you a Hall of Famer. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Um, 2001, Los Angeles Clippers, the number 8 overall pick to the number 2 overall pick. 3.4 chance. 
they draft Tyson Chandler. Um, 2019, the Los Angeles Lakers jumped from 11th pick to the fourth overall pick. We all know why that happened, Anthony Davis. But that's a story for another day, right? <laughs> Trying to shit me like the lottery ain't rigged. This is so rigged. 2011, Los Angeles Clippers, number eight overall pick, the number one pick. Uh, Kyrie Irving. We all know why they got the number one pick, because LeBron left. Cool. 2008, Chicago Bulls go from the ninth overall pick to the number one overall pick. And whoop de do they draft Derrick Rose, a Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Wow, that is nice. Um, the three, the, well, the top three, 2014 Cleveland Cavaliers, the number ninth overall pick to the number one overall pick. 1.7 chance. Wow. <laughs> 1993 with a 1.5 chance to get the number one overall pick. 1993 Orlando Magic jumped from the 11th overall pick to the number one pick. We all know they traded back. And he drafted Penny Hardaway. And he yeah. traded Chris Webber for that. And the number one biggest lottery jump ever was the 1999 Charlotte Hornets. And they went from the 13th overall pick, wow, to the number three overall pick. And they picked one of my favorite guards of all time in Baron Davis. Mm. Need some lottery love, baby. <laughs> yeah, we need it, man. I, I feel like we, we, you know, we've been going back every single year ever, ever since the Ewing draft. We've been going back every single time we drafted, man, in the lottery. So, yeah, I, I think we do need some luck, man. We do. That's why I keep. That's why I keep putting that energy out there. I, I feel like if I keep saying it, I'm gonna manifest it. Like it, just like with the camera stuff. Like if I keep saying it, it's gonna happen. So if I wake up every other day and I say, yo, hey, um, Adam Silver, you know, good afternoon. I, I hope you're having a good day. Um, my Knicks need a number one overall pick, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I put that energy out there, man, because we deserve it, bro. We really deserve it, bro. And, and I just want to see Tibbs' face when he has to play. Six of our draft picks. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I, I just want to see see what goes on on, on that on that bench there when that happens. You know, you know what I want to see too. I, I still have this on the side here. Um, this is after the Cam Reddish trade, right? This this, this is on um, this is the audio. I'll play this real quick. Kevin fucking Knox, are you are we the Knicks? The Knicks? The Knicks? Are you stupid? The Knicks? Why would you do that? We play these niggas this weekend, bro. I hope Cam drop fifty. Oh, Cam dropped. I pray he dropped 50, bro. I pray we lose to them niggas. I pray he's because of Cam, bro. This shit is fucking stupid, dog. I pray these niggas lose every game for the rest of the season, bro. I'm out, dog. This shit is fucking bullshit, bro. All right. Thank you. You see, I mean, you know, I play that because I want I want Dallas fans to go crazy. Jalen Brunson? For, for this guy? For that guy? You know, or the Knicks moved up in the drive? How the fuck they do that? I, I just want that. I need that energy, man. Yo, I need that energy. Jalen Brunson, RJ, and Cam Reddish play well next season. Yeah, and we get a top pick. And, and we, we get, get a top pick. Yo, you know how much. <laughs> you know how arrogant I will be on Twitter? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> my shit gonna get banned again, yo. <laughs> what? They gonna be yo yo mixed Twitter gonna be very arrogant of that. What? Don't like shit. Reddit, they'll be calling Reddit all types of Scotty Pippins, man. <laughs> Next thing you know, Jalen Brunson and they compare him to Walt Clyde Frazier by the middle of the season. Don't go. Woo! Yeah. And, and just for the sake of, of spreading the wealth and love, after we swap Brunson for Randall, when Randall goes to Dallas, I hope he's all NBA second team again. And I want Dallas to be a top three seed. And yeah. it'll be extra fun. Both of them make the finals that next season. That that that's when we we can have a ball. That's when we have a I have a a a, a, a strap against because that'll be fun. Stuff like that'll be fun. That first game would be crunchy too. Luka yeah, versus RJ, Ovi versus Randall. That first game, Brunson versus Dallas. That first game, <laughs> they might put that the first game of the season, bro. That, that's their, that that's gonna be that I, that's primetime TV right there. I'm telling you, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to get a get a clip over here on the side here. I gotta get my my office together here. Oh man. Oh man. See, we trying to breathe some positive light into the Knicks, man. We wasn't trying to be negative today. See, I call I call Brunson mid. Now I'm giving the ball compliments and all that. So I, I just want to win, man. That's that's all that's about. I just want to fucking win. Yeah, yeah, I want to win. Um. <laughs> this is the energy I'm gonna have right here. My bad, wait. <laughs> With your broke ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what I want, man. You know what I'm saying? We get the um first pick and we're like, "What's your broke ass?" You know what? what? It, yeah. Respectfully, I'm telling Utah to fuck off. Respectfully. Matter of fact, can we talk about this real quick? Can this be the last thing? I, I, I I got some moments. This is the last thing. Let's say we get the number one overall pick. Man. I'm not trading the number one overall pick for Donovan Mitchell. I'm putting that on wax, and I'm saying it to you. I'm not doing that. I secretly don't like the way he played a little bit. Just That's just me. That's one. And then two, why am I giving up a six-foot-ten? 250-pound, 19-year-old man-child who could put the ball on the floor, who could probably guard one through five, and he's on a rookie-scale deal, and I'm about to pay R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I mean, Jada Ivey, too. Jada Ivey, he could potentially be, sure. you know, an electric player himself. Yo, he, yo the things I would do to see a Jaden Ivey and Obi Top and fast break. The, the thing... And that's the thing about team building. If Miami want to give up Hero for Donovan Mitchell, go ahead. You go ahead. You can have your little Donovan Mitchell bam out of bio. Uh, that's a rivalry, man. You know, bring the rivalries back. That would be a fucking rivalry right there. It, it would. It, it would get real crunchy, dude. It, it would yeah. get smoked. It, I, I really want the Knicks to get Zion. 
But that's a start. That's a pod for another day. Yeah, that's a whole nother pod. That, that's yeah, that's what I'm really because that's when they get. That's when I will have because the beat when when I'm looking at the Bucks, the beat Giannis and them. You need a Hall of Famer to go go up against Giannis. Yeah. Fuck your other four positions. It, it's cool and dandy, but whoever's going toe to toe with him got to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Or he got to be a, a superstar, star talent. I know Zion will get that boy. That he'll get that boy problems. I seen Zion go up against Giannis. He moved that man. That's you know, it, Yo, Zion's a big motherfucker, man. He's strong. Yeah. But he still look fat, man. I just I just don't get how he can move the way that he does. You know, and still be so big, man. Generation. That's what you he's call a, generational talent. When you he's a fucking freak. He's a freak of nature. He's a two hundred eighty pound. Six foot seven, small ball center. Who who got the handle of a guard? And you see he shoots over sixty one percent from the field. That is yo. That is different. That and he's he still said Duke was R, was RJ's team though. <laughs> and he's humble. And he's a humble cat. He's humble. It's not about being humble. It's about following the leader. <laughs> it's my following hit that big dog. <laughs> That's it. I'm mean, telling you what, yo, watch, yo, RJ. Get my, get my. Jordan Poole plays with Curry, Clay, Draymond. He plays with around all these all stars. You know, Scotty Barnes played with Pascal and Fred Van Fleet and all that. They got my boy RJ with Evan Fournier and Alec Burks. What the fuck we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? I thank God he averaged 26 and 3 next to those bums. Let's put it in context now. Yeah. I'm so glad, Die Hard, you're not, you're not, uh, um, how am I label it? You're not an efficiency policeman. I hate I'm you. flexible. I'm flexible with my opinions, man. Sometimes I can be real harsh about certain things. But I, I could change my, my opinion. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Some people that they gotta they gotta have the perfect thing because oh, you know, they they thought it out and this, that, and the other. I could change my opinion all I want. And, and I, I, I could tell you that that Greg Kike was the greatest center that ever lived. And who the fuck cares? What's it to you? You know what I'm saying? Greg Kike was the greatest center that ever lived. You, you know what I'm saying? What's it to you? You know, who cares? Who cares about all that shit? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'm just I'm just very flexible with the way that I call the game and stuff like that, man. Everybody's right, everybody's wrong. You know, ain't nobody getting paid for it. So what the hell? Yeah. Ooh, that lottery, man. I've been thinking about that lottery, man. That shit, it go through my mind twice per day. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to do this. I think we need to do this this on um, mock draft, man. You know, I, I wanted to get um, Guard of Nixon and um, Aiden in here with us, man. But we can see if we can get some guys in here. Just to do a mock draft before the lottery. And then after the lottery, we'll do another one. And then you know we'll do like maybe just like a draft primer type of thing, yeah. You know, just leading up to the um to the draft. Yep. Both. The draft, yep. you know, we, I th- I think we're going to a- AC. You know, um, Sim is doing the AC thing, right. so I think I might go to AC with them. All right. Yeah, All right. we'll see what happens. Let's we'll see what happens for 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 narrative sake though. In in, in this mock draft, the Knicks got the fourth pick because we gonna we I, I gotta manifest that. 
I gotta be. It, 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 I gotta continue to manifest it, and it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. But yeah, Almighty Four C, man. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. And my and shout out to my guys, man. I'm, I, um, I sent out a um, Star J hoodie, and I sent out a, a, a Company Man hoodie to my other guy. Um, I appreciate those guys too. He's texting today, actually. I appreciate the the guys who, who who show support, man. I appreciate you guys, man. But yo, Jalen Brunson, man, Jalen Brunson, Paolo Banchero. That's a nice off season. Wild trading Randall. That sounds like a wet dream to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I guess yeah, we got everything, man. I guess you could put up the the whole you know Apple Podcast, Play FM, Tune Tune In, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Spotify. Amazon Alexa, Aha Radio. Um, y'all know where to find us, man. Die Hard, State of Mind. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired now, man. I don't know if you we can see that. I'm, I'm fucking on fumes now. I'm definitely you. I'm effing exhausted, man. I'm out of here, bro. I appreciate you guys, man. Everybody in the chat, I appreciate you guys, man. Um, Julian, Keith, Heartbreak Nova, um, Joseph, Rao. Um, Gerald, goddamn uh, pizza, <laughs> <laughs> Bricks Nation, yeah, yeah, man, Zion. Listen, Zion want to be a Nick. You go get him, man. That that that's not even a debate. We got the we got the capital to to make something happen. We have yeah. a lot of draft picks and stuff. Yeah. So, so if we really wanted some things to happen, they definitely it definitely could go down. That's a fact. So yeah. Oh yeah, I'm tired. I'm yeah, I'm out of here, Steve. Because I, I gotta, I gotta be up at, I gotta be up at three. So, oh, get the yo. Have a blessed night, brother. Yo, appreciate you guys, man, for tuning in, man. Yeah, peace, y'all.